Okay, let's get into Parshas Akev, Tashim Pei Aleph. Again, continuing the greatest uh, Sefer Musar uh, ever written, Sefer Dvarim, and we continue Moshe Rabbeinu's uh, Shmuz, his Sichat to Bnei Yisrael before uh, he's going to take leave of them. And the beginning of Parshas Akev, we continue uh, with this theme. And Moshe Rabbeinu says, um, if you're going to be nervous towards the beginning of the Parsha, uh, don't worry, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is in charge. And we have towards the beginning of the Parsha, Peraches, Pasuk, Aleph, Beis, Gimel, Kala Mitzvah, Sharnochi, Mitzvah, Chayom, Tishmurun, Lasos, all mitzvahs that I command you, do them. Be careful to do them. We've spoken about the Arachayim HaKadosh on this Pasuk in the past, Kal HaMitzvah, Lamantichi Nervisim, will give you long life, Uvasem Rishim Asaras, and you come to Eretz Yisrael, V'zachartes Kal HaDerech, Hashar Alichach HaShem, Elokecha, Zerba Imshan of Amidbal, you remember the whole Derech that Hashem brought you on throughout these years, Lamana Noscha, Lanasoscha, to know if you're um, being uh, true to him, Vayancha, Vayarivecha, Vachulu, and then Moshe Rabbeinu says, Lamano Diacha, the whole experience was to teach you, Kilo, Alalechan, Levadu, Yechiecha, Adam, to teach you that man does not just live based on bread, Kialko, Motza, Fi Hashem, Yechiecha, Adam. Right? It's what Akadish Baruch Hu decides. But Akadish Baruch Hu decides, it looks like we live on bread, it looks like that's the staple of society, but the staple of society is really Akadish Baruch Hu's word, Kialko, Motza, Fi Hashem, Adam. And just to start off with a little story from Rav Levi Yislami Radichev. It's quoted here in the Kol Yechiel, the last, one of the last Talmidim of the Chavetz Chaim, uh, says the uh, Rav Levi Yitzchak. <laughs> the story goes as follows. There was a Jew that came in front of Rav Levi Yitzchak, Mibardichev, the great Sanegar of Klai Yisrael, always defended. I want you to be the judge, says the Jew. I have a din Torah with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Whoa. So, Rebbe Yitzchak takes every Jew seriously, <laughs> and he sits down, and he says, okay, what's the din Torah? What's the, what's the Shailah? Tana Yudi, the Jew says, I'm poor, my house is empty, and I have to marry off my daughter. I am a good Jew, I do what I'm supposed to do, I'm very poor, I have no money for the wedding, what do I do? Pasag Rebbe Yisra Baskama Sadayana Rebbe Yisra said, "Okay, you're right. You're right. You win." Avnason lo psak din zebiksav, but he gave him a psak din. You right. You win. Hakadosh Baruch Hu has to give you the money. Samach Yudi Valach Labeisov Aksav Yado. The Jew left, and he the ksav is in his hand, and he's sameach. We'll get back to that. Lefeta Baruch Hazakol. All of a sudden, what happens? A strong wind comes. Nazaz Aksav Yado. And the paper flies out of the Ani's hand, and the Jew runs after the Ksav. Hit Galgel Yashar Tochtiko Shel Dochis Gai Paritz. All of a sudden, he goes and he goes and he goes, and finally, he lands in the pocket of a non-Jewish landowner. She Yashab Bekar Karchato Alei Maderach that was on the road. Hit Chanena Yudil Fanav Shachzir Lo Saksav, and the Jew says something just flew into your pocket. Can you please give it back to me? Hamachayev Zakharish Baruch Hu has been loaded Sarchei Achasuna. I need that psak because that's the psak that says Zakharish Baruch Hu owes me. Money. He wanted to know, the he, the pirates, wanted to know, well, what's written on that paper that flew into my pocket? And the Jew didn't want to tell him. What did he do? He brought it to a Jewish translator that translated it to Polish. And what happened? The Duchess was so in shock that he, a landowner who has the power to supply and sustain, 
His pocket was the one that the paper flew into, so he took it as a message from God that he should be the one to supply this Jew with the Tzarech Yechasana, and that's uh, and that's what happened with Chenasa, and that's the pasuk. Ki alkal Mosaf Yashem. What do we live by? We live by Ki alkal Mosaf Yashem Yechiyah Adam. Hakadosh Baruch Hu is in charge, and when Hakadosh Baruch Hu decides, that is the one that um, is uh, that is the derech how uh, we are going to survive. Also found amazing is that the simple emuna of this Jew that went to Rebbe Yitzchak and he received the psak and he left Samech because he knew Hakadosh Baruch Hu was going to help him. He had that emuna. He knew, Samach HaYehudi Valach Labeso. It's a joke. We would have thought, you know, Rebbe Yisrael would have said, you know, prove it and try to, try to, you know, wh- where's the money? But no, he, he doesn't do that. He just goes and he trusts and he has that Emun Abshuta. What, what, what message for us? We have to have that Emun Abshuta without, without going to Rebbe Yisrael for a psak. We know, Kodesh Baruch Hu is the Dayan, the Dayan, uh, right? Tzadik V'yasharhu. Everything that's supposed to happen is going to happen. He's the Yashar. And therefore, we have to be Samech V'tovlev that Kodesh Baruch Hu is going to take care of us. Okay. Also on this same Pasuk, on this same Pasuk, now let's go to the first half of the Pasuk. We just learned the second half of the Pasuk, that not only on bread does a person live, but the previous part of the Pasuk, HaKadosh Baruch Hu um, made it hard for you, and he made you hungry, and then he gave you the man that you did not know and that your forefathers didn't know. And the Ramban picks up on this, that the forefathers, our Avos, did not have the man. The Ramban notes that you could really read the, I didn't give you the Ramban, but the Ramban notes that you could really read this Pasuk in two ways, right? That the man, Hashem gave us the man, What does that mean? The Ramban says, You didn't realize that you could live so long with the man, Maybe the Pasuk is emphasizing that your forefathers didn't tell you about the godless, the uniqueness of this man. Or, that they were in Zohar to the man. Hashem did this amazing chesed for you. That even your holy forefathers, the Avos, weren't um, Zohar to get such a present. Even though they didn't reach the Maila that Hashem would give them food from heaven. Amazing. So the Ksav Sofer picks up on this and uh, <laughs> points out this Ramban, that the others weren't Zochet to the Man, uh, but he then says, maybe this fact uh, explains some of our behavior with the Man. Some of our behavior with the Man. Right? A question that's bothered Chazal already, but it bothers us too is, how could they complain about the Man? The Gemara and the Masechus Yuma discusses the amazing qualities of the Man, what it tastes like, what it felt like, what it looked like, so much, and it, there was no waste that was created. Amazing. How did we complain about it? All we have is this Lechem HaKolokel, all we have is this, uh, this bread. How could they? They had the best thing. Says the Ksav Sofer now in source number two on line three. Venerali lachenis ra'amu alaman. This is why, exactly why they complained about the man. Viyamru nafshenu yevesha. Kichashvu, they thought. 
im ki hayazman ze hamon tov eno mazig if this man is so unbelievable lama lo pirnes hashem lo hashem avosinu kach why didn't the avos get the man if this is the highest level why didn't they get it we avram hutzrach letalto lemitzrayim and avram avinu had to go down to mitzrayim and uh, it, was, it was a famine, and by the fact that the Avos didn't have it, it must be there's something wrong with this man. It must be there's some kind of trick. It must be there's some type of, some type of catch, some type of downside. Kiamon, and what they see, oh, the man, nothing's coming out? Oh, something's going to happen. Maybe we're going to explode at some point, right? There's no waste. Kiamon, nivla be'ivarim, umazik, v'lachain ma'asu b'man. Kodesh Baruch Hu does something amazing for them, but sometimes it's all about... Hashkafa. It's all about how we view things. Remember by the Miraglim, Kodesh caused all of these um, Leviahs, these funerals to take place. And what do they say? Well, and what was it? That was the shame that they don't focus on the Miraglim and cause trouble? Oh, it's an Eretz Ochelas Yoshveha. It's a land that, that everybody dies in. Look how many people are dying. Here too, Kodesh Baruch doesn't give them the man. He gives uh, for various reasons, as we'll get to. <laughs> but the uh, man that they received, it was amazing. But they said, no, there must be something wrong with it. So why didn't Hashem give the man to the Avos? Says the Ksav Sofer, there are different types of Hashkachas Hashem uh, in various times of history. Yeshlomar, in general, Kilamait Benisa Adif. Generally, HaKadosh Baruch Hu likes to be Mamait Benisa. He created a perfect natural world and the less miraculous, the better. If we're zochet to a nace, then we have to pay for it, kind of. It comes off. That's what happened. And he wanted people to start believing in him, not because of Nisim and Eflos. Avinu looked at nature and recognized HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And he gave that Masorah to Yitzchak and Yaakov. And it, where were there open miracles? There were some here and there. There was Kfitzas HaDerech. And there were some miracles, but it really wasn't open. It really wasn't a time of Nisim Gluyim. And yet, now, Bizman Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, for this Dardaya, it's a different reality. Aval Kishiyatsu Yisrami Mitzrayim, Asa Hashem Lahem, Kama Nisim, Lahachzik Es Hemunah Belibam. He did tremendous miracles for them in order to be Mechazik their Hemunah. Shenem, Vizer Shamar V'yan Chava Yarivecha, Davka. He made them hungry in order to give them the man. Right? It would hurt them because they had this attitude that there's something wrong. It didn't fill them up. Why? That's how you read the Pasuk. They felt hungry. They felt tortured. Hashem gave you the man that you didn't know, that your forefathers didn't know. That's part of the reason why they had this complaint. Not that this is a defense. It's just explaining. It's just explaining. And that's why they thought it was uh, it was not good. But the point is, because to you, there's a different way that Hashem is mashkiach the world in different times in history. Why you? He wants to show you. 
Right? The, the Avos knew. The Avos could figure it out through nature. But at the beginning of Jewish history, now, at the Zman of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, we needed this jolt of uh, open miracles in order for us to have that uh, throughout our history. And in that way, always uh, believe and be mamin and focus on HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that was our mistake, says the Ksav Sofer. Uh, but part of it was because the Avos didn't have it. And we're like, oh, why, why didn't they have it? If this, was the, if this is the greatest and the highest level, they should have had it too. But they didn't have it. So that is why uh, that caused a little bit our uh, non-belief in, in the, uh, the power of the Mun. That obviously was a mistake. Right, maybe it relates to the other Ramban, the end of Parsha's bow, right, well-known Ramban, that the, there are so many mitzvos that are zeichel and siyas misrayim, so many, Shabbos and Yontif and Mezuzah and Pidjan Ben and Petach Hamar, so many, there's not even any other mitzvah that's close. Many, 10 to 15 mitzvahs that are, that are zeichel and siyas misrayim, because the Kodesh wants us to always remember the most miraculous of time period in Jewish history, so that even at times when it is not open miracle time, still we remember that Hakadosh Baruch Hu is in charge, and that's what the Ramban says. Right, there's no such thing as teva, uh, and it's all the miraculous. But that's this uh, this stuff. So far relates to that Ramban that originally we needed that time period, so forevermore we could always um, check in and remember that time period, but. Uh, this was the explanation of why they complained about the man. We missed the message. We missed the message because only then it was to be mar bevenisim, but not in the times of the, not in the times of the Abus. Okay. So now let's talk about bracha. Let's talk about bracha. Right? There's a lot to say in this parsha about bracha. We'll focus on the pasik that talks about bracha. Right? The only time that there's a pasik in the Chumash, Beferish, that says that we need to make a bracha, Uve Rachta, and that's of course the source of Birchas Hamazon, right? Before Sheni, Perek, Ches, Pasik, Yud, Viachalta, Visavata, Uve Rachta. Right? The, uh, you shall eat, you shall be satiated, and you'll give a bracha, and you will bless. As Hashem Alakecha, Alaris, Zavashar, and Salach. Uve Rachta. Right? We know later on there's also a remez, to a uh, to a, a halacha dindrabanan abrachos right but tell you so ma Hashem alokecha what does Hashem uh, ask of you so ma the gemara darshins atikra ma ela mea a remez for mea a hundred brachos but we'll focus on this pasuk of of viachalda v'savata uve rachta says the rabbeinu bachai says rabbeinu bachai uve rachta Hashem alokecha I think we referred to this in past years at some point but now we'll do it uh, inside. So what does that mean? What is the point of a bracha? What's the, what's the reason we make a bracha? What's the secret of brachus? Says the Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar. Al derech hapshat. Kishatizkor. So first the derech hapshat. Right? The, the, the pshat in the Pasuk is that this is still in the uh, review of Jewish history and that your Hashem is going to bring you to this amazing land of Eretz Yisrael full of rivers and rocks and the uh, Shiva Saminim and you'll be satiated. Al derech hapshat says Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar. Kishatizkar yemei hara'a sha'avru alecha begalas mitzrayim. When you remember the beginning of the Jewish history, even before Jewish, when it was just history, when you remember the the sheba that you had, v'heyoschem sham b'sheba gadol v'tizkar gabkin inui hamidbar ata, and you remember the dangers of the desert, b'voacha ba'aretz v'tocha v'tizkar imperia umituva. When you have all that that uh, lowly history behind you, and now you are enjoying 
Tavarech Azelis Rosh Hashanah Baruch Hu. Right, give a give a bracha to Hashem when things are going well. After things being difficult, now things are going well, and you feel good and satiated. Give a bracha to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And that's the pshat. That's the context of the pasuk. When things start going well, remember where you came from. Right, the maschal begnus who Messiah b'shvach. But Chazal tell us that there's something deeper here. This is a chiyuv. This is a specific chiyuv in a certain context of Eirach. Does Hashem alkecha who mitzvus asay lavarech birchas hamazon. Mitzvah say, Kemo, Viasisa, Makel Gagacha, Viasisa Pesach, Lashem Alakacha, right, Ubir Allah Aretz, the Alha Aretz. Fine. The Yesh Bechalis Orakan says the Rebbe Nochai, let's talk about this. Kiyesh Bepasach Zeb, Pesach, Lahavin Soda Brachos. What is the context of a bracha? Are we giving something to Hashem? We bless Hashem. We bless God. Akadish Brachu is perfect. Hashem is whole. Hashem is complete. There's nothing that he's lacking. So what does it mean that we give a bracha to Hashem? So says the Rabbeinu Bachai. V'lo timsa b'chala Torah b'shum makom. Shetziva HaKadosh Baruch Hu sh'nevarech l'shmo ki'im b'makam hazeh. This is the only time in all of the Torah that we have a tzivoy, that we have an idea of being mevarech Hashem. Being mevarech Hashem. U'mizeh amar David, and that's where David gets in, in Ashrei, in Tehillim, v'avarcha shemecha. Right? V'avarcha shemecha. V'omer hodu Hashem b'rechu shemo. There's only one, v'rabim kin, there are many psukim in um, in Tehillim, that talk about giving Hashem a bracha, so to speak, blessing Hashem. But here is the only time in the Torah. So what does it mean? What's the message for the secret of of brachos? Says the Rabbeinu Bachai. V'yal derech hapshat. Again, derech hapshat. Omar t'chila. Ki ha-brachas gavoa el Really, Hashem does not need our brachos. Doesn't need our brachos. Hashem is perfect. Hashem exists uh, without us, without, he's not dependent on anything. This is all part of the Yisodos Amuna. He doesn't need our brachos. A bracha is not for him, but for us. Why? Since Hashem is the source of all bracha. And all bracha, all source of overflow, flow from him, not to him. So anyone who is mevarechim, it's meaningless. It's not kedailo. He is the one that was here first. He was the one that was bamsi everything else in the world. He doesn't need our existence. So what does it mean? You give somebody a bracha, they shall live till the may of Ashram. So he needs that bracha. He needs that bracha. When somebody gives A, a gives B a bracha, so B needs the bracha. B is in whole and complete and perfect. But a Kodesh bracha is perfect and complete. So what are we giving? B.M. Cain. Im kol ayom If we give him a bracha, bracha is also from the word brecha, to overflow. Are we giving something for God to overflow? It doesn't affect him. He's already full. So what, what's the point? So explains your of Achai, a bracha is not with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Ein hato'eles v'aribu ki'im elenu. It's about us. We have the effect, feel the effect of the bracha. Ki kalam v'varech al ma shenene 
who made al hashkacha shu yisale himsi mazon l'shvalim kadesh yichyu. If you make a bracha on what you eat, then you are testifying that Hashem is in the world and He gives food to all of those who need it. And only because of that, because He gives us the schus, everything grows. And anyone who does not make a bracha is stealing an opportunity that a Kaddish Baruch Hu could be misrabe. The recognition of Hashem in the world could be misrabe. And by not making a bracha, we take that away. And that's the Gemara, the beginning of the second, sixth parak in Brachas. V'zeu sh'amar kalanenem in olam hazeh below bracha, ki'ilu gozel la'kadosh baruch hu u'leknesses Yisrael. You're stealing. You're stealing. K'lomar gozel la'kadosh baruch hu, stealing from la'kadosh baruch hu, ha'ashkacha u'leknesses Yisrael ha'peros. Because we do not, uh, we are not zochet to more of this, more of the bracha if we don't recognize it. So Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar says a bracha is nothing for us, nothing for Hashem, it's for us to recognize that all bracha comes from him, right? And that itself is a schus, because we would act differently. There'll be more Kiddush Hashem and more Ashkach Hashem in the world if we uh, recognize that Hashem is the Makara Bracha. So we're Mevarechim, we're not giving him anything. We're recognizing that he is the Makar Habracha, and in that way, we'll be Zochet to more Bracha. In that way, we'll be Zochet to more Bracha. So the more we recognize it, the more Bracha we're giving to each other. Right, and the more we we uh, skip it, then we're taking away from others, and that's the language of the Gemara of of uh, of stealing. And then he gets into, I will just mention it, al Kabbalah, a kabbalistic uh, approach to the idea of bracha. Birchas berachtes Hashem ein brachat zorachedu bevad v'gam ein hoda bevad avu lashon tosefes v'ribui as we said v'yishchol haskil ma'amar and we find in a number of places of giving a bracha to Hakadosh Baruch Hu including maybe most famously in Tanya right at the beginning of Masechas Brachas where Rabbi Yishmael ben Elisha says is told by Hashem Amar lo Yishmael b'ni barcheni. Barcheni, give me a bracha. What does that mean? He gives him a bracha. Sheikh b'shirach mechaz ka'ascha. V'chulu. V'kasher yini kasher onu b'varchem la'kadosh baruchu yish b'tosevis ruach ha'kodesh v'chulu. So that is the amazing uh, concept. Again, api kabbalah, somehow kadosh baruchu yearns for a bracha. Maybe he yearns to have more place in this world and more place in the world is given through his bracha. But that is, that is Rabbeinu Bachai. A similar idea, similar idea, parallel idea comes up later on. Comes up later on. Perak Yud, Pasuk Yud Beis. Yud Yud Beis, the Pasuk we referred to before. V'yata Yisrael. V'yata Yisrael. Ma Hashem alokech ha-shalom yimach. What does Hashem ask of you? Yisrael, what does Hashem ask of you? Kiim liyirah Hashem alokech ha-lelechaz b'chol derechav la'avoso to go on his path, to love him, to serve him b'chol levavcha u'v'chol nafshecha. That's what Hashem asks of Ask of us that we should serve him, but Hashem doesn't need us to serve him. Hashem doesn't need us to do any of these. So let's see what the Nodabihuda says about this Pasik, about this Pasik. The Nodabihuda, the Slach is in Brachas and Avzayin, where the Gemara there discusses that Hakadosh Baruch Hu Davins. How do you know Hashem Davins, right? Because the Pasik says, Kibesi based Tfila. Ki beisi, my house is the house of Tfila, not only for others to daven, but for me to daven. So what does that mean? Again, one of some of the deepest uh, chazals in all of Shas are there in the beginning of Masechah's brachas. He, the Tzlach, the Nodbi Huda, in his commentary there, quotes the uh, idea of the, of, the, uh, of the Gemara, of the Rashba. And the Tzlach wonders, 
Hashem davens? Who does he daven to? Who does he daven to? Ulafarish lumi kaviyachol humis palel. Vi omer ani etzleinu. Amo. Vitzon marisu humis palel. Hashem davens to us, says the Tzlach, says the Nodabi Yehuda. Umivakish meitanu. And what does he daven to us? Shenetiv maasenu. Vinasha b'tshuva lefanav. That he davens that we should better our actions and do tshuva in front of him. And if we are Zochem, then he will be Kovesh his Rachamim over his caste. Hashem always wants to do good. Ultimately, Hashem is who hatev, who matev, who yetevlan. He is the ultimate in good. He is the source of all good and he just wants to give good. But he can't give good unless we deserve it. See, he davens to us. Kaviyachol, he davens to us. That's what the Gemara says. He davens to uh, he davens and the note of adds he davens to us in order to follow his path so then he can give us the bracha. Kitamid zeretzono. Ach, the problem is shavonosenu ma'akvim. Our sins are ma'akev. V'yal tetamen. Here we go. Shani mafarsh esleinu mispalol umeitano mavakit dvarze. Don't be matame that I'm giving pshat says the tzlach that he davens to us and he's asking us something. Because the Pasuk already says in Parshas Ekev that Hashem asks us of things. Hashem asks us of things. He wants us. Hashem asks us to do something for Him. Right? What does Hashem ask of you? Da, da, da. So to say that He, what is He dave? He davens to us and He asks us things. I get it from the Gemara, says the Slach. And that's why I say he's asking. An amazing Hashem wants us to do good. Wants us to do better. What is the Pasuk? What does it say? How do you know that Hashem davens? It's not that Hashem goes there to daven. Hashem only davens in a certain spot. These tefillas that we say, Hashem, please be mashe your shechina, those are the exact same tefillas that we daven, that he davens. We daven, Hashem, please bring back your shechina. He says, I want to bring back my shechina. So better your actions. So it's the same tefillah. That's the ratzon. And that's what said, what we just alluded to in the um, what we alluded to in the um, Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar before, where he says, give me a bracha, so it's the same idea. So Hashem davins, and Hashem asks us of things, but that's the idea of a bracha. We're asking Hashem to be mar bekvot shamayim in the world, and he davens that he davens that to us too. He wants to be Arabic for Shemayim, but it's Tali, it's Tali only on on us. So that is a bracha. Brachas about are about us. We don't add anything for to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, but he wants us. He wants us to do better so we could be close to him, and then he could be Mashri Shechina close to us. Okay, moving right along. Continuing though in the con- in the context of of bracha. 
the context of bracha. So Berchaz Amazon here um, is said, Uveirachta is Hashem Alakecha, right? We have to uh, give a bracha to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And if we look in Rav Kashtiel Sefer, Simon Labanim, he discusses that Berchaz uh, Hamazon is found in the context of, first of all, Eretz Yisrael, Right, obviously, right. Right, the bracha is about Eretz Yisrael, uh, and as we know, one has to mention Eretz Yisrael in benching, uh, or else one is not uh, yotze benching. But also, right after uveirata, as Hashem alokecha, it says he shomer lecha pentishkach as Hashem alokecha. Be careful. Do not forget. Don't forget all the mitzvos and the laws that uh, I am commanding you to do. Because maybe you'll eat the savata, and then you'll forget. So it seems that bracha, uveirachta, if we do that, then we're not being right? By, by making that bracha, by, by being mevarech, so then we remember and we specifically remember Eretz Yisrael. So interesting. Says Rav Kashtia, what does remembering do? What does Zikaron do? In general, what does Zikaron do? Says the Simon uh, Labanim, towards the bottom, the parsha Seinu Muzkar Right, and the parsha is also, um, we remember the, how we forgot. When they forgot Moshe over and over again, uh, both in Kisisa and here, talks about you need to remember. You need to remember because sin in general means that we forget. Top of the next page. Right? Uh, forgetting is a loss of something. To remember something is, I keep the existence alive. But says the Simon Laban, it says Rav Kashtiel, and this is the Chiddush, remembering isn't just not forgetting. When I remember something, it's not just, okay, I didn't forget it, but rather it creates a connection. When I remember something, I'm creating a connection. When I, when I review a piece of Gemara, a week after I did it, I, re- I review the piece of Gemara. So I'm not just not forgetting that Gemara, but by remembering it and reviewing it, I have created a, a, a deeper connection with that memory, with that material. It's a, it's an active um, idea and an active expression. Remember Shabbos, we always know, in the Halacha mentioned, to do something. Right? Remembering gives life. That's what Kiddush is. By being a Kaddish, by being remembering Shabbos, I am creating something positive, a connection to Shabbos. It concretizes and creates the reality. It revives it imbues it with life. Interesting. See, he says, uh, the, out there we call like homelands the motherlands. 
Right, the motherland gives everything to the nation that's needed. It's a, it's a one direction relationship. Eretz Yisrael is not described as our mother, but as our spouse. He misnaheges in Bnei Yisrael kamoisha hazakuka lezachar lezikaron zachar and zikaron. The Eretz Yisrael is waiting to be remembered, right? Uveirach l'Hashem alkechal aretz atova to be remembered, but that remembering also uh, will create the connection. Uh, between the land and those who do their remembering. It is left. So every memory, like Shabbos, creates a, uh, a connection, but Eretz Yisrael as well, uh, we, which is described not as a mother, but as a spouse, as a partner with us, so that is something that um, we are called upon to do, not only in the context of benching, but Rav Kashtiel expands it for Eretz Yisrael in, um, in general. is something that we have to remember, and we remember, and we have the Zahira, so then that creates the connection, uh, a deeper connection as well. And he gets into a little more. Again, we're not going to read it inside, but it's a parallel between, you know, Birchas HaMazon, which is remembering HaKadosh Baruch Hu throughout our uh, nutritional activities, but Eretz Yisrael specifically. Again, there's, uh, it's very easy to forget, and therefore we have to do what we can to remember, and when we remember, actively remember, that could create a connection between us and what is, and what is remembered. Okay, so Paraches now. Now let's go to... Pasik Aleph. Pasik Yud Aleph. Sorry, Pasik Yud Aleph. Right after Shania. Again, there's so much in Parsha's Akav. We're focusing on the first part of the Parsha, but we have to do what, um, what we could do. So, Yishamar Lecha. We continue here again. Don't forget. Don't forget to guard all the mitzvos. Pentocha Visavata. Uvatim Tovim Tivna Viyashavta. Again, the um, as as we um, express the opposite of Birchaz Amazon, right? Don't forget. So how do we not forget? Maybe this goes to the previous thought that we were just talking about. So how do we work on not forgetting Eretz Yisrael, not forgetting Torah, not forgetting mitzvos? How do we work on not forgetting? So this is Yisod Gadol. It's obvious, but Yisod Gadol in life. It's quoted here in the Pnei Torah and a mashal from the Dubna Magid. Hashichacha la'adam ki adua more al-i hachshavas ha'inyan. Not remembering something means it's not so important to us. It's not so important to us. If this was very important to us, we wouldn't forget. We don't forget our wife's name. We don't forget our children's names. Because that's not just because we know it, but because we love it and it's very meaningful to us. Something that is very chashuv, says the, say the, ba'alei uh, machshava, we don't forget. And the Magami Dubna Hevi Akach Mashal Noah. And there's a Mashal. La Ashir Shasachar Uman Shitzair Kalim Umanutiim Shearachan Rav. A rich man that hires a artisan to make for him beautiful Kalim, beautiful, expensive Kalim. Lutzarach Zehu Sachar Avuro Beit Malacha. And for this, he, the rich man, hired out uh, for him. He rented out a, a, a factory to work in. Kanalo Kalim gave him uh, raw materials, brought him the cups and the Kalim. And they said, okay, we'll split the, we'll split the profits. But you do all the work. 
Bechla Yamim, Pagesha Ashir Sa'uman, Mahalik Berecho, Bishos Avoda, one day during work hours, the rich man sees the worker, you know, walking in the street. He went and said, you know, I'm going to buy one of the kalim. I lost one of the kalim. I lost one of the cups. You lost one of the cups, I fire you. You're out. I don't need you anymore. I don't need you anymore. And then one says, what are you talking about? What did I do wrong? I'm not firing you because you lost one of my kalim. You lost one of my kalim and uh, I'm upset. No, that's not why. But the fact that you lost one of my kalim shows that you are not in, totally, 100% in the malacha. If you would be totally focused on the work of the kli, you wouldn't lose it. You don't lose something that is so important to you, that is so chashev to you. If you'd be doing, sometimes we're doing five things. So if we're doing five different things, so we lose something. But if we're doing one thing, if that's what we need to be doing, so then it's impossible that we would lose the kli. So if somebody forgets Torah, in Shemayim, they're very upset at us. Why? Not because we lost the, we don't remember it, but because that, what does that reflect? It reflects that we're not all in. It reflects that we're not totally focused. We're not mamis atzmolecha. Hatfia gedola mikivan shashocheach mochiach b'shechachaso sheinu shakua belimah Torah. He's not shakua v'hu v'hi ena yikaralo. It's not so valuable. Imayamakiris erech limah Torah. If we would recognize the uh, the value of every every little bit of Torah, v'sachashiva shall call prat. Okay, it's still, we work hard, we work hard, we love it. Maybe we have to work more in our love. And if we work more in our love, then it'll be easier to, to remember. Remember one time, I mentioned that for a number of years, I had this list of driving Rav Melech Shechter, the Corona Levracha, Rav Shechter's father, to, uh, to Yoradeh when I used to live in Brooklyn. Uh, so he once said to me, he says, you think my son remembers everything? Remembers everything? He can read a newspaper and 10 minutes later, he won't remember what he read. But every little bit of Torah he loves so much, that's why he doesn't forget it. Because every little bit of Torah is so meaningful to him and so precious to him. And that's exactly the vart here. That's exactly what the Dubna Maga is saying. If we would love it so much, then we wouldn't forget it. And that's why not only do we have to work on our remembering, right nowadays there's the, uh, the Zichru program and other ways to try to remember, which are beautiful and amazing. But we also, another way to work on our memory is to work on our love of Torah, our love of mitzvahs, our love of everything that we might, that we might hear. Okay. So let's move, continue, and see what the Medrash says. Perektes. Moving on to Perektes. Shema Yisrael ata'ovar ayomaz ayardein. Lavolareshes goyim. Listen, you are going. This is again Moshe Rabbeinu talking. You are going to cross the Yardain. Lavolareshes goyim gedolim atzumimi mecca to go to very strong nations. Arim gedolos uvusoros b'shemayim. Cities that go up to the heavens. Right, the uh I think quotes this as one of the examples of Guzmas. Am Gadova Rambanean Akim, Ashiradata, and you heard who is going to stand in front of these in front of these giants. Shema Yisrael. On this Pasik, the Medrash right here says as follows. Yeah, but they are quoted in source number ten. Mara Lomar Lohen Khan Shema Yisrael. What's Shema Yisrael are are two code words. 
those aren't just common words. Shema Yisrael, we think we're going to see what's right afterwards. Hashem al-Kadosh Machad, but it doesn't say that. But Shema Yisrael at the So why does he say Shema Yisrael? Ask the Medrash. Shema. Rabbanan Amri Lamadar Adom, Elamela Shakidesh, Matrona, Bebez Margolios, a man, a king who, who was Makadesh, a certain woman with two pearls. Of the Achas Mahan, she lost one of them. Amalea Melech, Avata Achas, Shemriya Sashniya. You lost one of them. So don't lose both. The king gave both of them to her to get married with. So at least, uh, keep the other one, um, you know, in a, in a safe place. I don't want you to lose both of them. So says, Hashem was Makadishas, Hashem married us, so to speak, right? He married us with two rings, two special pearls. So what happens? We lost the Nase when we did the Egel. Shema Yisrael is a reference to Nishma. Moshe is saying they lost Naseh when they did the Egel. But keep on, to, hold on to the Nishma. Hold on to the Nishma and that's Shema. Shema Yisrael. Yisrael, listen to the Shema. Hold on to the Nishma. Fascinating. So what's the message, the deeper message of this Medrash? Says the Menachem Sion. Says the Menachem Sion, as we have mentioned uh, him in the uh, in the past. Uh, the Menachem Sion says, Hayadus miskayemes umishtameres aydeshnei dvarim. Right, the, uh, the son-in-law of Rav Pesach. The Yadus Judaism uh, stays alive. Two aspects. Al Yidei Naseh and Al Yidei Nishma. What's Nishma? Shmiyas HaTorah Vilimuda Shehi Maficha Nishmas Chaim Belomdeha. Number one, the learning. The learning that gives us a life, that gives us breath. It gives us a life and gives us a spiritual sustenance. Number one, the nishma. But obviously also, nasa. It's the ma'isa ha-mitzvah. It's the actual kiyam ha-mitzvah. These are the two aspects of our life. The nasa and the nishma. The learning and the doing. Right, the, the environment, the Torah and the Mitzvah environment that children have when they're younger. Mekasheras osam bekesher ha-mitzvah Yisrael. Connect us. Ha-nasev ha-nishma. Miyatsky meifoh Yisrael. What's the message? Hashem was makadish us with two pearls. He was makadish us with Naseh and with Nishma. V'kasher magiyat kufa sha-naseh misrofeif. If ever, Rahman al-Islan, at a time period in history, the Nase is weakened, Hainu, Shakiya mitzvahs ma'asios nechlash, that our mitzvahs are weakened, ha'avira misrokenes mitochan yehudi, umisoros avos nelemes, then the whole thing starts falling apart. So you know what we have to do? If the Nase is weak, we at least have to work on the Nishma. And strengthen the Nishma. We can strengthen the Nishma, that can hopefully get the Nase back too. Oz al Shlome Emune Yisrael, Divrei Umanhige Ha'uma, Lehis Azer Ba'oz Vesatsumos. The leaders have to be strengthened. Kedilachazek Esa Nishma. To be strengthened in the Nishma. Hainu Lahagdal Torah Lahadir. Vaide Hachyoaz Hanishma. Through strengthening the Nishma. Harbatsas Vafatsas Torah. Nuchalachyos. So then, even the Naseh can be strengthened and brought back alive. To bring back both Ksarim, that's how we do it. If we lose the Naseh, the way to get it back is try to work on the Nishma. 
That's what we have to do. And that's what he says on the top of the next page. Shema Yisrael. Moshe Rabbeinu wants to get back to Shema Yisrael. His Amtsu Lachazik Nishma. Strengthen the Nishma. Limon Torah. You want to be Makarif somebody. You can't just tell them what to do. They, they might not listen. Learn with them what to do. Help them appreciate it. Go through the sources with them. The Nishma. The Acharkach Bo Yavo Bikvosav Gamanase. The Nasa will come after the Nishma. Ha'avira Torah Ticha Tigrar Eskiyam Amitzvos Amasios. Right, the Torah that will bring with it and afterwards the actual mitzvos. Kigadol Halimut Shalibun Mevi Lidei Maisa. The Gemara says in Kiddushin, Limut brings to Maisa. V'chein Amr also in Tamura Islasos Lashem Heferu Tarasecha Mutav Teakar Torah Vadosh Kachik Torah Yisrael. Sometimes you lose the Nasa. Sometimes you lose the Nase, but you know what? Do the Nishma, and the Nishma could bring back the Nase, and that's what we have to know, and that's what we have to recognize. Whenever anyone is trying to uplift, to inspire, so often it's not just banging them on the head and telling them what to do, and you have to do better, and you have to change this, but it's about teaching. It's about focusing on the Nishma, and once we have the Nishma, then hopefully the Nase can come, um, can come as well. Okay. And one final thought that we've mentioned in the past, uh, but we're going to add on, and that is Nechemiah Amsuni. Right, Perak Yud, Pasachaf. We have towards the end of the Parsha now, we have Es Hashem Alokech Atira, Oso Savot. Fear Hashem, be in awe of Hashem. We had a puzzle like this last week also. Oso Tavot of Osidbak, Uvishmo Tishavea. So we have the Gemara about Nechemiah or Shimon Hamsuni, right? He darshaned every yes in the Torah, Gemara Psachim, Gemara Babakama, Gemara Kiddushin. Right, he darshan every time he says the word S in the Torah, he was able to figure something out. What does this teach me? Bereshus Baralokim S Hashemayim the S Haaretz that S teaches me this that S teaches me that. So he did all of them. Kivan Shigia, but once he gets up to the pasuk in this week's parish, Hashem Alkecha Tira S Hashem Alkecha Piresh. Right, what am I supposed to add on to Hashem? So he stopped darshaning the S. Amrlo Tamidav Rebbe. And his Talmudim said, Rabbi, call Achim Shed, Esim Shed, the Rasha Matahelim. What's going to be with all the Esim? You spend your life darshning all the S's. So you came up to one that you can't figure out. Okay, leave it, but Zarachian. No, he says, no, no. If I can't darshan this one, then it must be all of them are faulty. And S's aren't meant to be darshaned. Amar Lam, and he says, it's a little rubbed out. Kishem Shekibati Schar ala Drisha, Kacha Kabal Schar ala Prisha. So to all gets on the Prisha until Rabbi Akiva came along and said, I can figure it out. As Hashem Alkechatira Larabos, Tamidichachamim, I can figure out Tamidichachamim could be included in S Larabos. The question is, what is the Nukudis Machlokas between Shimon Amsuni and Rabbi Akiva? Right, what's the Nukudis Machlokas? So one from a halachic perspective and one from the Ashkafa that we mentioned in the past. But first, something new. If you have here in the Birchas Yitzchak from Rabbi Ganak Sefer, he quotes, maybe the Lumdis. Behind this is whether you can compare Mora Tamar Chacham to Mora Hashem. Whether the, you can speak about them in the same sentence. Why could Rabbi Shimon darshan it also? You can't compare the two. Why? You can't compare why? HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not comparable. You can't compare Hashem to anything. So therefore you can't, you can't be marbe anything. Mora HaKadosh Baruch Hu is different. Rabbi Kiva comes along and says, no, no, no. Rabbi Kiva says, Mora of 
Tamid HaChachamim are a form, an extension of Kvod Hashem. It's not competing. It's an extension. She'ein chiyav mora Tamid HaChacham, chiyav b'tamid HaChacham atzmo. The mora that we have to show at Tamid HaChacham is not for himself. V'rak she'al yedei she'machabe Tamid HaChachamim by being mechabed and showing more to a tamar chacham, that's a sniff of being of, of showing more to a gadish baruchu. So that's why it's included. Rabbi Shimon would say no. He says no, it's different. They're separate. Right? Same type of chakira that we have by uh, the older brother. Is the older brother a sniff of, of the covenant of the father or something separate? Nafkamina after the father dies. But that is that's the nukudas machlokas suggests the berachas yitzchak between Bikiva and. Nechemya ha'amsuni. Lomai nafkamini. Of course, there could be a nafkamina. Could a tamav chacham be mochel on his mora? Could a tamav chacham be mochel? Efshar. Last paragraph. The nafkamina bazen tamav chacham yachalim chal akvoto. Right. According to Rav Shimon Amsuni, mora havichiyev gavra tamav chacham. Mora is about the tamav chacham. Says Rabbi Shimon, and that's why he can't be included in mora of Hashem, and that's why maybe he can't be mochel. He is the bialim, and he can't be mochel. But according to Rabbi Kiva, that the Mora can be included in Mora Shamayim, L'Rabbal Samadich HaChamim, so maybe it's connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and therefore he wouldn't be able to be Mochel. So that's a lumdish um, uh, approach to the Machlokas between Rabbi Akiva and the uh, Shimon HaAmsuni. But maybe there's another idea, and this we've quoted in the past, from Rav Gifter. Rabbi uh, Fran quotes in his Power of Avart, he quotes uh, this thought from Rav Gifter that I have mentioned in other contexts as well. And that is the Moshe Rabbeinu at the end of the Torah, every phrase in the last Pasuk of the Parsha uh, discusses, every phrase in the last Pasuk of the Torah discusses the Galas of Moshe Rabbeinu. And what is the last phrase? That's a reference to Moshe Rabbeinu breaking the Luchos. And the question is, why is that Moshe Rabbeinu's highest achievement? Breaking the Luchos? Why is that so great? That's, that's terrible. Moshe Rabbeinu didn't succeed. And the answer, says Rabbi Gifter, is that no. Moshe Rabbeinu would have given everything to give these luchos. But he saw that B'nai Yisrael weren't worthy. He saw that these luchos were not matim, were not appropriate for the people in the stage that they are in right now. And he says, I don't know what's going to be in the future, but I know intellectual honesty and honesty and fealty to the Torah. I have to break these luchos. I can't put them away. They don't deserve them. Right? Moshe Rabbeinu overcame the natural human tendency to want to protect his own investment. And that is a crowning achievement. That's the crowning achievement of Moshe Rabbeinu. That he put HaKadosh Baruch Hu's covenant and the Torah's covenant before his own covenant. And that was Moshe Rabbeinu. And that's exactly what Nehemiah Hamsuni did as well. Nehemiah Hamsuni was able to say, I must be wrong. I know I've worked on this so much but I must be wrong. And he had the tremendous internal gvura to say, What about Rabbi Akiva? He saw Nechemia Hamsuni. He was able to, he, he, he had an outside view of the gabus of what the gvura of a person could do. He says, That is superhuman. And that's why Rabbi Akiva was the one that was able to connect this. Connected to connect this. And that's the, uh, that's the message. Rabbi Friend ends off at the end by saying, it's very difficult to say that you're wrong, but that ability is a function of the Midah of Gvura, the strength that is one of the hallmarks of the Jewish people. Parshas Ekev is read every year on the cusp of Chodesh Elul, when we prepare for the Yom Noraim. In order to continue growing, we always have to examine our lives and ask ourselves, am I compromising on my values? Am I making good choices in my life? Am I making excuses? 
we have to make sure that we are being as honest as we can uh, with all of our decisions, with all our avoda, to try to follow Moshe Rabbeinu, to try to follow Nehemiah Hamsuni, and in that way bring cover to ourselves and be covered and Mora to HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself as well. Okay, we'll stop here.